0: Hello everybody. Welcome into the NBA front office show. We've got a ton of news to break down today. Ben Simmons, California dreaming. We'll talk a little bit about that and the news that he's interested in, in going to potentially three of the California teams who gets left out in the cold. The Suns looking for a trade. We've got a lot of different things to break down around the NBA. But first, quick reminder, subscribe right here to the NBA Front Office YouTube channel. We are on our march towards 10,000 subscribers. Help us get there. Hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications as well. Keith, we're about one month away from training camp. A little bit less than that. I'm getting a little bit shaky at this point. It's, oh, if like on one hand, it feels like, yeah, that's not that far. Only four more weeks. And on the other hand, it feels like, oh my gosh, four more weeks till NBA basketball. I don't know if I can do this.
1: What happens first? Do we unravel the Bishop Sycamore saga or is Ben Simmons traded? There we go. Yeah, there it is. There's your choice. Either or choice for you today. I
0: think the Bishop Sycamore thing. I think Ben Simmons does get traded (laughs) to like the day before the season starts just to mess with everybody. Uh there we go. Yeah, it's
1: uh yeah. I mean Maury does sometimes take trades down down to the wire. That's what he did when he was acquiring Harden. Yep. Uh the original time when he got him to Houston. So uh yeah, it's um yeah, man, four weeks from today trading camps open. I that one looked today because it's uh September twenty-eighth, uh league wide with nobody playing international games this mm-hmm. year or anything like that. There everybody opens on the same day. Sounds like media Day, week, or whatever it will be, will kick off on the twenty seventh, and then uh, yeah, camps the next day. So it's gonna be gonna it's gonna be on us before before I know it. I tweeted today. It feels like it is uh, both way too close and way too far away. Hundred percent,
0: absolutely. That's what it definitely feels like. And there's still a lot of things left to to happen in the NBA between. Now and then, Ben Simmons being one of them. Shams Tarani, mentioned quite a bit about that in uh, in yeah. his recent piece for The Athletic. Uh, ben Simmons still wants out, and now we're hearing he might not even report to the 76ers. Like, imagine if it gets to that point. I mean, obviously, that's kind of a scare tactic to try and get the 76ers to pull the trigger right now and not have to deal with that whole situation. But imagine if we get to that point. Media day comes,
1: and there's no Ben Simmons. That's disastrous. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. Cause it's going to be every guy who comes out is going to get asked, what do you think about Ben not being here? And that's just going to be, be a mess. And that's a team that didn't make a lot of change th- this uh, off season. So it's all the same guys coming back, same coach coming back, same front office coming back. So if they're all there talking, they're all going to be asked about Ben Simmons. So you're really kind of starting the year with a distraction, right? Right off the bat. And that's not what you want so my guess is this gets done within the next two weeks okay um and i'm just i have no reporting on that no intel at all just a gut feeling that that this gets done within the next two weeks just so that it's done and it's it's finished and everybody can move on and be ready for a fresh start to the season where who the heck knows uh sounds like <laughs> my he's my next got his eyes on uh three California teams. <laughs> we can guess maybe the Sacramento Kings are are oh. the uh, one California team that is left out of the, the running with that one. Poor, poor Kings. Poor uh, Sacramento. You know, once again. But you know what's funny though? I wouldn't fully rule it out because they have been mentioned mm-hmm. in the past yeah. as maybe a Simmons destination. I think there could be interesting workable combos there for, for both sides if that was going to happen. But the challenge now is we're basically done. Rosters are more or less built team teams. And we're going to talk about the Lakers in a minute here, filling out their last couple Mm -hmm. roster spots, but that's, that's what's happening now. It's you're you're kind of, if you're even sitting on those couple roster spots, you're filling them out and then it's camp signings and that's where you're moving on to. So that makes this in effect for all purposes, a regular season trade. And when you're trading a number that's that big, that gets a little hard because you don't have that uh, full flexibility to do, you know, four and five for one deals and those kind of things. Now you got a little bit more because you can still carry up to twenty guys right, um, right now. But yeah, it, it'll be, you know, kind of fun to, you know, see where this goes and follow these rumors like it has been. So we don't, we don't have a ton of news to report on it. Nothing new, but yeah, it sounds like he's hundred percent out and doesn't want to be there.
0: Well, I think the interesting part here, maybe the somewhat new piece to this is not only does he want California, he wants one of three California teams, not one of of them he does not want at all, one of the four California teams. So three California teams he wants, and then that he's potentially willing to no-show, to not show up if this doesn't get done. So he's doing what he can to put pressure on the organization to get this thing done. I will say it – from Ben Simmons' perspective, I think, of course, he would like to be a Laker. That's the team that he grew up following and all that. But if this sure. was coming from the Sixers' side, I would think the one California team that he would not go to would be the Lakers because they don't really have anything they can they can trade. There's no, yeah. there's no way to make yeah. that work. The other three teams, to varying degrees, have some kind of a path towards Ben Simmons, whereas the Lakers simply don't. So... I don't know. Like yeah. if Sacramento is in the mix, maybe the Lakers are the team that's being left out because they just don't really have a path to get there.
1: Yeah. I'm glad you said it and not me. So <laughs> no one's going to jump on me for anti-Laker bias here, but really, I mean, I say this a lot. It's just math. Yeah. They, they, they just don't, they, they, right. It's not going to be LeBron or AD. They can't trade Westbrook in a trade. Like, that. I mean, I guess they could trade him straight up for Simmons. That, that would be absolutely hilarious, but it's clearly not going right. to happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but it that leaves you down to even piling together a bunch of contracts is not possible for them right now. So that that's yeah, it's it's not going to be the Lakers at least not now. If we were trade deadline, maybe mm-hmm. then something could happen and they could make it workable, but yeah, that that's not going to happen. Clippers is even pretty difficult it too yeah. for for them to get there. Warriors, that one's easier if for no other reason than Andrew Wiggins is, is almost a straight salary match. And then the Warriors would have to plus 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 to even that that out from there. Um, that would be kind of a fun fit for Simmons in a lot of ways. I I think, because I think if Clay Thompson is Clay Thompson, you've got more than enough shooting on that team to offset uh what Simmons does. And man, that defense with him and Draymond together, It'd be ooh, good. that's tough. Uh yes, but yeah, and then the Kings, I mean, they can get there again with relative ease with some of their guys. So I think think we're in a position where, yeah, I mean this could happen, but the two LA teams, which is probably where he'd like to be most, it's really hard to see the path to get there. And and then we also gotta consider from the Philly side, they're under no obligation to do anything he wants no. they should 100 percent take the best deal they can get and then move move along and go from there
0: yeah so it would be a mistake to assume that ben simmons is going to california just because he wants to go to california yeah. that's not that's definitely yeah. not something that has to happen here and the reason why just to make sure everybody fully understands is the reason why we're saying look the lakers don't have a path to get there the clippers right any player that signed a contract this offseason they are not trade eligible as of right now most of them will be trade eligible yep. until december some january so that's why we're saying that they don't really have the contracts to stack up to go get a guy like that is that they have so many players that are simply not trade eligible we're not specifically saying that their he, pieces aren't valuable enough or anything like that
1: exactly yeah and you got to get to 33 million uh, you know, or within that range mm-hmm. you, you got to get to roughly 27 million or so yeah, right. uh to get there to 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 be in that range to to make that happen and that's that's tough when you know you're talking where, where, where we're at, that's just a big number to me. And then beyond that, you know, I, I it's kind of weird. I forget he's only a year into that contract yeah. uh, extension. He signed that max extension. So including this season, $146.7 million uh, he's owed over the next four years. Now, if you can be the right team and figure it out, 100% worth it. You know, I I continue to maintain he's the most versatile defender in the mm-hmm. entire NBA, and yeah, we'll we'll you know I I will believe that until he's not. But yeah, it is very very interesting to see uh, where this will go with him. But yeah, and then uh, I know we wanted to talk the Lakers. Yeah, uh, moving on, filling out the bench uh, with with uh, we can call him our friend Rajon Rondo. That's right. Was, That's right. A mutual friend, friend Rajon Rondo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah even if he's in the wrong colors right now that's okay um but yeah uh, coming back on a minimum deal uh g- gave up the exact amount uh that will make him whole yep. um, with his bio from the Grizzlies so he's on the Grizzlies books for about 4.8 million and then he's going to get 2.6 or so from the Lakers in actual salary only count for 1.7 on the cap and uh, I thought it was interesting when he said today um I'm paraphrasing here but something like we didn't get to have our parade yeah. And I want to you know so, solve that this time around. So that's that's kind of cool. And and I honestly think he fills a real need uh, for for the team. I think Westbrook is um, even if Westbrook is great for them. He's not going to play more than probably 65 games on the high end would be my guess, Mm -hmm. just because they're, they're not going to allow it. They're going to make sure they keep him healthy. And I don't know that Kendrick Nunn and Talon Horton Tucker being kind of then your primary ball handling guys in the backcourt is really enough to cut it. So I think throwing Rondo back in the mix there is really solid work. And then Rondo can kind of do what he does and just kind of, chill and do his thing for you know 70 games or so in the regular season and then show up in the playoffs like he's done for the last several years
0: playoff rondo rides again yeah that, that's exactly it Keith. Yeah. you know when you look at this from rondo's perspective he lost zero dollars and he goes from being a grizzly yep. to being a laker not, not yep. bad, right? So that works out certainly. <laughs> All for without him.
1: even a trip to Memphis.
0: <laughs> That's right. He didn't even have to show up. And now he gets to be a Lakers. So it certainly works out well for him. The Grizzlies save some money. So that works out for them. And then the Lakers, they land a piece that they could certainly use. Right now, I think Rondo will be a nice fit. Coach Frank Vogel was talking about how, or at least Rondo talked about how Vogel told him that he had missed his voice in the locker room, and so that's something that's significant too, off the court. Rondo should provide a bit of value there, and this is also a little bit of an answer here to the big question that have been swirling around the Lakers. What are they doing? Why are they not signing anybody to these roster spots? Because they were waiting to see if anybody would pop free, if anybody would get bought out, and that's exactly what happened. That's why they didn't sign. Isaiah Thomas or Tim yeah. Frazier, Darren Collison. They were waiting to see what happens with Rajon Rondo. He did get bought out, and so they jumped on that opportunity.
1: And and Rondo's better than any of those guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, he even he's not the Rondo he was, gosh, I mean, even five years ago, mm-hmm. uh, but he's still better than any of those guys for what they need. Right? They just need somebody who can come in and run the offense for ten, fifteen minutes a night, uh, in the regular season and Rondo can do that. And then a little bit of reporting, uh kind of putting piecing together reports. Uh the Nets, I, I believe it was Sham Sharani who reported, but others have had it as well. I think Alex, I, I might uh, blow this, but I think it's either Schiffer or Schiffler um, from the Athletic Who Covers mm-hmm. the Nets had reported. It sounds like they're gonna buy out DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Hey, if you had been paying attention and then this is one where this fits fits you know one of my favorite phrases that i love using with guys like this more name than game yeah deandre Jordan is not what he Good. was um yeah it's <laughs> just he he's not he can't move anymore the way he used to move i thought you were drinking like milk out of the car like school it milk. looks like i know this is um bio <laughs> steel this nice. is the new
0: this is the new sports drink of the lakers
1: there, you yeah, go. Right. yeah. So you got to drink. I'm drinking the uh, sports drink of everybody, Propel. Oh, nice. One. Um, from Gatorade. Yeah. Um. So yeah, because <laughs> everyone cares about that. but Yeah, DeAndre Jordan's not. He can't move defensively anymore the way he needs mm-hmm. to. Is offensively, he's always been just kind of a lob threat, play around the basket kind of guy. He doesn't even do that particularly well anymore. He was out of the Nets' rotation almost the whole second half of last season. They had gone to Nick Claxton, and then uh various small ball options and then when Blake Griffin got there he really didn't play unless it was one of those nights where everyone was sitting right. for Brooklyn down down the stretch and then had no impact in the playoffs at all and and some people are saying don't they need him for Joel Embiid I mean I I guess but it's not like he's stopping Joel Embiid no. but it's sounding like he could resurface back in LA with the Lakers potentially and I guess I mean, I don't, I don't know how you feel about this one. I'm sure you've covered it yeah. in depth over on Lakers Nation, but I, he's not better. I don't know that he's better than Marcus All at this point, mm-hmm. and I don't think he's better than even this version of Dwight Howard at this point. So I guess if you want him as your third big, I, well, why not? It's certainly not going to hurt anything. And between the three veteran guys and whatever minutes AD plays at the five you're going to be fine for 48 minutes, but I, I don't know. I mean, and again, it'd be a minimum deal. So they'd be able to move on off it if, if they had to with relative ease. But yeah, I, I, this one, I just kind of like the shrug emoji guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Deandre Jordan, like he, if you look at the Nets defensive rating with him on the floor versus off, he's known as this great defensive player. They were better defensively without him. Like that's just, that's, it is what it is, right? He can still protect the rim a little bit, still did a nice job just being a negative I don't know, just vulture there at the rim, right? He's this guy that is able to negatively impact opponent's field goal percentage at the basket, so he can still do that. But he's not that mobile. um From the Lakers side, Jake Fisher, Bleacher Report, threw them out there as a team to maybe watch in connection with him. We've speculated maybe that means mark Gasol could be on his way out. Mark Stein had mentioned that before that that Gasol could be on his way out the door, and the Lakers could end up replacing him. Maybe DeAndre Jordan comes in to do that. But I don't even know if you want to do that. Like you said, is is DeAndre Jordan really better than Marc Gasol? Plus, you're giving yourself a different skill set if you stick with Gasol as opposed to going to Jordan because you've got that three-point shooting ability that Gasol offers. Um, I don't know if they bring him in as a third center when all we've heard is about AD playing more minutes at the five. Mm -hmm. So uh, they had this last year, right? They had it last year. They had Andre Drummond, Gasol, Montres Harrell, and what wound up happening was at least one player was upset every night. Right, because there weren't enough minutes. So I don't see them doing that again. If they bring him in, it's probably in place of Marcusal and it's not a clear cut. Yes, that is the move you make. That's an upgrade. That's I don't think that's what DeAndre Jordan is anymore. But like you said, minimum deal, that that's a no risk basically, and you can move on very quickly if you need to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's basically the same as Dwight Howard as far as skill set at this point, but worse is how I look at it, so I I don't, yeah, I don't see the need to add another Dwight Howard to the mix when you already have Dwight Howard, Mm -hmm. and as much as Gasol struggled, he at least gives you the somebody you can run a little bit of offense through if you need to, you know, because of his passing, you can still do that, I know he shot really poorly, but It's, you know, unless that's completely gone, which that would be a little weird. Guys don't usually lose their shot that quick, especially big men. Uh, You can at least do a little bit of that. And the reality is you're talking for Gasol. What I think there's still a world where he starts, Mm -hmm. but is out five minutes into each half. And then you don't see him again. And then the rest of the half is Dwight and AD minutes uh, mixing at the five i would rather see them get like a four or five kind of guy like a, yes. like if he was willing to play for the minimum like a sap. that would make a lot more sense for them someone you could back up ad but also slide over and play the five at times because i know they're saying ad is going to play the five more and i and i believe that but i just how much he, he did one he hates doing it yeah. he's not he doesn't like playing the five and you're putting a lot on him i mean even in today's nba if you're asking him to play the five for even 10 to 20 minutes a game that's a lot because that's there's a lot of stuff that goes in. that's a lot of body banging Mm -hmm. and those kind of things and i just wouldn't want to expose him to that in the regular season it's just not worth it it's not you know that, that i guess that allows you to get better total like lineups on the floor with him at the five, of course, but yeah, that should be a save that for the last two minutes of the first half, last five minutes of the second half kind of thing, and and go. I mean, even the Warriors, as much as everybody talks about the death lineups right. and all those things, Draymond, it was always a five minute per half kind of thing. Um, then in the playoffs, of course, yeah, then you step it up and do what you gotta do, but that's you know, pro- probably more time on DeAndre Jordan than we probably should have spent. Yeah.
0: Well, agreed. But you know what? I mean, I think, I think you're right, though. I think the Lakers will be selective with, uh, with Anthony Davis, and we'll see where that goes from there. But you know what? We talked about Rajon Rondo, who is becoming or has become already a Laker again. DeAndre Jordan might become a Laker, whether or not that's a good idea. The other guy, though, that I was hoping would return to the Lakers did not. Went to the Toronto Raptors. Fima Luke, my guy. Two-year, guy. two-year deal, though. <laughs> happy for him glad to see him get a two-year deal with the toronto raptors guy that can shoot a bit from outside pretty feisty on the defensive end of the floor weird thing about him though actually has a negative wingspan we always talk about wingspan right talk about these guys (laughs) like taylor norton tucker right six four with a seven one wingspan how crazy is that spima kailik is six seven with a six six wingspan but i think he can still get it done so we'll see what he can do up in toronto
1: Yeah, like Toronto's bringing in a bunch of guys to kind of say, hey, we're going to do a a competition here Mm -hmm. on the wing. So they, uh, another former Laker, Isak Bonga is there that's now? right um as well uh then, then they have uh sam decker uh, people may remember that name blast mm-hmm. from the past a little bit he's there and then they added ishmael wainwright a guy who had played in the uh, basketball africa league uh so we know uh messiah jerry's connections there uh brought him over uh they've still got um yuta watanabe uh who, who they like uh, as well uh freddie gillespie's another guy that they brought in uh uh Dylan O'Banton, who they drafted in the first round or second round, rather, is going to be there. So they're just going to kind of, I think, run an open competition here in training camp and say, all right, let's figure it out, fellas. And, you know, whoever wins, the best man wins and off we go, because all these guys got varying levels of guaranteed money to to come in. And if you're Toronto, why not? You you don't have so many locked in things beyond Mm -hmm. your top, let's call it seven or eight. Guys, you may, you might as well just kind of flow through a bunch of guys towards the back end of the roster and see you know see if somebody sticks or pops.
0: Yeah, exactly. Look, they've they've got time through training camp to see what happens, and um, well, to put it one way, they're gonna they're gonna wait and see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. That's why well, I God. wanted him on the you made Lakers. Up Come the on, you missed the other day. It's all the speed. The, the one you missed the other day, you made up for. That's it. right. Got to make up for you.
0: it there. Uh, Aaron Gordon looking for an extension with the Denver Nuggets, and it sounds like that's probably going to happen. The Nuggets would like to extend him. Obviously, they gave up quite a bit to get him in that deal with the yeah. Orlando Magic. Thought he was a really nice fit there in Denver, and they were playing extremely well until the unfortunate injury to Jamal Murray. So hopefully that's something that does get uh done for them and for for Aaron Gordon. I think he's found a new home there in Denver.
1: Yeah, I think so. And then dimly you right, they re-signed Will Barton mm-hmm. this offseason, but it's only a two year deal. So my guess is what you're looking at there is get Gordon locked up get Michael Porter Jr. signed to an extension. I'm going to uh, pump, uh, uh. Push something here real mm-hmm. quick uh, for Spot Track. I it just published today, but um, it was uh, I wrote about the 2018 draft class and their uh, extension possibilities. As we know, Luca and Trey Young and some of the star guys have signed, but even some of the lower guys in the draft class, Robert Williams, signed his extension. But I went through all 30 first round picks and gave a status update of where they're at, uh, have they signed, and, and if they haven't, I made a prediction for if they might sign an extension. And for Michael Porter Jr., I think he might get four years, a hundred million. Uh, from the Nuggets mm-hmm. um, With potential incentives Kind of like what Boston did with Jalen Brown Where if you play really well And the team does really well That could bump up to a full max uh, For him They did this with uh, Nikola Jokic in the past mm-hmm. Where he did not get the full max But then his contract bumped up to the full max As he met uh, various conditions in it So I think that may be um, What they they look to do with Porter And then you're really looking at them Locking in long term to Jokic, Murray, Porter Gordon, and then Barton will be there, and they'll kind of float that that position, right. I guess. You know, over the next couple of years to to find somebody who really sticks in there and fits really well. And the good thing with Jamal Murray is he's got enough size; you can always move him off the ball and play a traditional point guard next to him if you wanted to run Monty Morris so, or uh, Facundo Campazzo more or something like that. So I, I think Denver's they'll they'll get this done with Gordon, and then they'll be kind of locked into to this core group for the next uh, few seasons.
0: And it's a strong group. I, I don't think they should have yeah. any hesitation to lock in this group nope. here. I think that that will keep them near the top of the Western Conference for the foreseeable future. And depending on how things go from there, they could find themselves as the team coming out of the West if everything works out the way they'd like it to. Uh, we've got yep. Paul Millsap still out there on the market. and Former the, Nugget. Former Nugget, yeah, that's right. And the teams that are interested, the Chicago Bulls, are in the mix, along with the Warriors, the Nets, and the Clippers. So three teams, really, that aren't a surprise there, the Clippers, the Nets, the Warriors, and then the Chicago Bulls trying to get in here. Now, Millsap, you're looking for two things. You're looking for a team that can give you maybe a little bit more than the veteran minimum. Uh, that's going to be hard to find. But then you're also looking for minutes. You're looking for a team that can give you an opportunity to play and have a role. So where he's going to wind up just yet, it's it's hard to say exactly what's going to happen. But clearly he's got suitors and he's going to take his time and, and figure things out from there. Maybe he just waits until training camp ends and then signs and that way he gets to miss
1: it. Yeah, and we've said that on the past few shows that like could be could be the approach he takes. And oddly enough, of that group, the Warriors surprisingly are the only team that can offer more than the mm-hmm. minimum. Uh, all the other three, that's all that they have to offer. But the Warriors may be the messiest path to playing time, uh, just because they're they're they they've got kind of a full roster. As it stands, but you know Millsap comes in. He's probably an upgrade over Kavon Looney at this point, and could come in as kind of the backup four or five to Green and um, uh, James Wiseman, assuming Wiseman recovers the starting spot again uh, for for Golden State. So we'll we'll see. Um, you know if that's uh, where where that goes with him. But yeah, and I think the Bulls' uh, interest makes a lot of sense because that team just still needs some depth. Um, they they they're 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 kind of interesting enough a lot of, like the late were before the Rondo signing still mm-hmm. sitting on three open roster spots. They also have um, uh, one of their their two-way spot or I guess they have two open roster spots in the two-way spot right. open so they're, they're kind of right where the Lakers are now and just kind of interesting the two teams that made a lot of roster changeover this year are you know two on the later end of filling things out. But the Lakers did good work early. Now the Bulls got to do some catch up here to to fill out the bench. And that's, well, we'll see where that goes. I, I expect that to kind of be something uh, Arturs Skarnisovic plays with all year of just kind of maybe seeing who pops and who doesn't fit. And then you could use Jones Jr.'s contract as something to go get you other depth. Uh, maybe they really do say, all right, well, Kobe White's good, but not going to be, you know, here because we've got ball. We're going to retain Levine, things like that. So.
0: Makes sense. And again, that's something that I think is going to even trickle into the season. The, the Bulls are going to continue tinkering. Because remember, they're all in. They're all in on making the playoffs this year. Yeah. And that means I think they're going to be pretty active on the trade front in order to make whatever tweaks they need to in order to get to that point. We'll see if they can get it done. Uh, speaking of making tweaks, the Phoenix Suns were among the contending teams that have hit up the San Antonio Spurs about getting... Thaddeus Young, who they got in that deal. Uh, so, that I mean, look, this is, I think, a pretty good fit. Pretty good fit for uh, for, this, for fit. the Suns. If they can get him, particularly with Dario Saric, uh, out due to injury, injured his knee in the playoffs, I think he'd be a nice fit for them. Nice switchable on defense, gives you that kind of versatility. Uh, he'd be a nice get. I don't know what they would do to get there, to get him a $14 million expiring contract, but uh, yeah. would be a nice fit for them.
1: That's the hard part is is getting there for them because it would have to involve uh, Dario Sarch, uh, almost guaranteed, what would have to be. And this comes up a lot. I think this is because of 2K. I don't think allows you to trade injured players. So oh. people all the time say, oh, it can't be traded because he's injured. Like, I'll get that on Twitter. I'm like, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Like, that, that's a you know, video game thing. Maybe you do Dario Sarch and Jalen Smith. Mm-hmm. T- together that 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 gets you there um you know you could you could get there other ways you could do Sarch and abdel nader and maybe one other small contract yep. or something but yeah i think great fit for the sons if they could get that that young i think he would be you know do really well for them off their bench. They, they're also a team. I'm surprised they haven't been mentioned, but they should be on the Millsap Derby because I think they should you play be. a ton there. And let, let me double check to make sure this is right. Yeah. They still have 4.5 million left of their, uh, their MLE and they're, they're, million clear in the tax apron. So they're fine uh, on that. So you could use that full MLE, kick that to Millsap and just go. Um, Yeah, you'd hard cap yourself, but you'd still be 10 million short of the hard cap. And that's more than enough room to work. So that's just, you know, I'll I'll continue to beat that drum until Millsap signs somewhere else. If
0: I'm the Suns, I'd rather pursue the Thad Young option though, before turning to Millsap. But if if push comes to shove, yeah, you could certainly do that. remember Thad Young wound up with the Spurs. In the Demar Derozan trade, so that's yep. what ultimately got him there. Uh, the Bla- a couple of interesting things about the Grizzlies: the uh, Blazers had interest at some point in acquiring Dylan Brooks, and this is not the first time yeah. that Brooks's name has come up. A little bit surprising. I mean, he he seems like he's such a key piece to the Grizzlies, and yet his name has popped up a few times this offseason as maybe somebody who is attainable.
1: Yeah, and I want to. I, I know he played at Oregon. I'm looking up something right here um, to see if he's actually from there or not. But I know he played at Oregon. Mm-hmm. So that could have been part of the idea is bring a kid home. Sure. Um, and, and you know, bring him up there. Uh, let's see. He's oh, he's actually a Canadian kid. I don't think I knew that. Hmm. And now All that right. you said so, it, it the light bulb went off. I went, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, it, that's it, right. Yeah. But... Now I'm thinking like, yeah, he was with Team Canada at some point, yeah. I think. Um, but, yeah, so we'll see um you know if that that what often happens now and then at the trade deadline and then into the next off season as you see the groundwork is laid mm-hmm. for potential trades that happen the, the most famous example of this is when mike conley got traded to utah there was all those rumors that the prior year at the trade deadline that the jazz were really close to a mike conley trade yeah. and what it is it's just again that big big salary that really hard to work but you know, This could be one where keep an eye on Memphis if Damian Lillard goes in a, to another team. Maybe Memphis is used as the third team to help deliver the right value to, to Portland or something like that. So just something to file away. Nothing clearly going to happen right now. Brooks will be on the Grizzlies, but something to keep in mind. Yeah. Guy won't be on the Grizzlies. Wancho her, Hernan Gomez uh, sounds like he's going to be uh, waived. Uh, much like Rajon Rondo, they haven't even required him to report or go through a physical. Now, part of that is he might have failed the physical because if you remember, he's dealing with a shoulder injury that was suffered with the uh, Spanish national team. Um, and then he, But he was traded, but it sounds like he's not going to be a part of that team and that Memphis team. They've still got some cuts to make to get into roster compliance. So it sounds like he's going to be one of them. And Still, eat some money this year, just like they did with Rondo, but fully non guaranteed contract next year. So, Memphis continues to kind of make these moves, and I guess because it spun off uh, Patrick Beverly, and they got Jarrett Culver. They traded I Eric guess. Bledsoe for Jarrett Culver. Eric Bledsoe, yeah, essentially, it's kind of okay. I mean, I sure why not? <laughs> now, with
0: with Hernan Gomez, isn't that didn't the Wolves tell him they didn't want him participating in the Olympics? with Spain and so he had to sit out and then so he was hurt anyway and I think they were worried about aggravation of the injury or something and then they wound up trading him
1: yeah I'm sure he's thrilled good summer yes yeah I'm sure yeah I'm sure he's real psyched about it you know and then the wolves I mean we keep hearing D'Angelo Russell mentioned in the Simmons trade Mm -hmm. rumors and those kind of things and I just wonder that's Carl Anthony Towns buddy there, you know, how are we doing right by players up there in Minnesota? Are we kind of starting to get a little bit into a messy situation? That's just something that's kind of rattling around in the back of my mind.
0: The Kings the Kings North, aka the Wolves, um yeah, they have some some weird (laughs) methods up there, but we'll we'll have to wait and see what what actually happens with uh with the Minnesota. Yes, they are. Sorry, Sacramento.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Not really, but we're we're a little sorry. <laughs> wow, wow! You won that series. You you don't have to be angry towards. Them.
0: Oh no, no, I'm not. I I have no ill will towards towards Sacramento at all. It's it's funny the way they they make some head scratching moves. For some reason, they're carrying all the centers on their right. roster. I don't get it, but and I I cards. do hope that yeah. they can get some success in Sacramento and finally move on and get back into the playoffs. I would like to see that happen for them. So. Let me let me yes. put that out in the universe and kind of balance out <laughs> our our Sacramento um, ill will
1: that we put out earlier in the show. <laughs> no, 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 no. Your Sacramento. My Ill. second. Well, yes, not mine. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm being nice to my Kings fan friends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah they um I jokingly said that they should do a Colin Sexton for Marvin Bagley trade after mm-hmm. the marketing trade uh-huh. just because then yeah because then the Cavs could have even more bigs and the, the Kings could have even more point guards why why not why let's not? go let's go nuts you know you got to be six foot four or under or seven foot or over to play for the Kings I like that I like that it's a good combo
0: yeah. I think it'll definitely yeah. work you've got the Twin Towers meets small ball what can go wrong nothing.
1: It- Just throw it up high. That's right. The big guys catch it. That's right.
0: All right, everybody. (laughs) Give us your thoughts in the comment section down below. Let us know what you think about Ben Simmons, his ultimate landing spot, everything else going on in the world of the NBA. Paul Millsap, where's he going to wind up? Everything else that we talked about today. Let us know your thoughts in the comment section. And, of course, don't forget, subscribe right here. We're making that push to 10,000 subscribers. Turn on those notifications. And, of course, like this episode as well. Till next time, everybody. Stay safe. And see ya.